Hello again, everybody. This is Ryan with Client Tether, and I am excited to introduce my guests, Lindsay Thompson and Kay Wasserman with Franchise Peer Performance Groups. Lindsay and Kay, thank you for being here. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having us, Ryan. No problem. So you both are in an interesting sort of niche in the franchise world with what you do. Tell us a little bit about your, uh, your individual backgrounds and how you came to be where you are. Sure. Um, I'd say for, for the last 20, 25 years, I have had one foot in psychology and one foot in business and entrepreneurship. Come from a highly entrepreneurial family. Uh, we have a, a three-generation family business and business is highly promoted, but I also just love the psychology of people and how they work and why they work and when they don't work well. So mm -hmm. it's been really fun to combine the two. So my own businesses are really successful and are well run. And then also working with other businesses to apply psychology. So their businesses are successful as well. Great. Great. And what about you, Kay? Yeah, my background is a little bit different than Lindsay's, but we complement our skill sets very well, I think. Um, my background is mostly in accounting and finance, at least in the early stages. Mm -hmm. So it gave me a solid foundation um, for working in the business field, um, to have that CPA background and the numbers um, behind me. Then I moved into more client-facing roles, uh, working in customer service with contracts, sales, um, et cetera, in the corporate environment. Then moving into franchising, uh, working with Homestead Senior Care for um, almost 11 years, working predominantly with their international franchise partners overseas and helping them um, prove the model works in their business and then helping them expand those brands overseas. Because of the international travel, it ended up uh, causing me to get a little bit burned out and I was looking to do something different. So mm -hmm. um, a few years back, I uh, took a break uh, to rejuvenate and refresh and then um, started my own consulting business. And then Lindsay and I uh, reconnected and, and found that we had a passion uh, for what we're going to talk about today. So um, it's been very helpful to reconnect with Lindsay. That's great. So Lindsay, you specifically have hands-on experience owning a franchise in the past. So tell us about, you know, your history, you know, in franchising and how did you two sort of come together and, and decide that this was a, a business you could both work on? Absolutely. Um, so as I had said before, I come from a family business. It's a three-generation uh, manufacturing business. So I know that side really well. And I had owned other independent businesses. And and I've always, I had heard about franchise and, and I'd heard both positives and negatives. And, and so I didn't really know what the experience was going to be like. Uh, so I tipped my toe in the water just to kind of explore it a little bit further and found a brand that I thought aligned with me and my interests. Um, and I really enjoyed the, the, the corporation and the brand behind it. So I, I bought in just to know what it would be like to be a franchise and how different it would be to be an independent business owner. And I very quickly fell in love with it. I, I thought I would feel really constrained as a franchisee and, oh, I need to follow everything by the book. Mm -hmm. And I did find that, but I found that it was a real positive experience because it kept things very successful and moving forward. Um, but I also found that I wasn't always getting the support that I needed as a franchisee. So, so there were some really great aspects of, of being a franchisee, but then it kind of left me wanting more. So 
I decided to sell my franchise after I had tripled it, felt like I kind of conquered the, the concept and opportunity. And I wanted to know what it was going to be like on the franchise or side. Specifically, I was asking myself, I know what it's like to be the franchisee. I wonder what would happen if I could, could contribute as a better coach to franchisees. Mm -hmm. So I joined Home Instead, um, which, I, which is an incredible brand was back then and still is today as a franchise business coach and fell in love with franchise even more. So I was able to, to help franchisees the way that I did appreciate getting help, but I was also able to find out how I could better help franchisees based on what I didn't get. And it was extremely helpful. Um, I think to me, I learned a lot about franchise and I think the franchisees got a lot out of it as well. And when I was at home instead, I had the great opportunity to meet Greg Nathan, who I just think is kind of the, the franchise business psychologist um, uh, guru. And he started talking about the franchise marriage and the franchise relationship between the franchisee and the franchisor. Mm -hmm. And I thought that is exactly what it, what it is, um, especially since I had been a marriage therapist for 10 years, I, I actually laughed at the concept. So that actually um, got me back to school. I went back for a PhD in business psychology, specifically um, exploring franchise from a psychological perspective and research perspective. And it was at home instead that I met Kay. That's where she was in the international department um, and really enjoyed what she brought to the table and um, and how she went about helping franchisees and international franchise partners. And the one commonality that she and I had at home instead is we were both part of a franchise peer performance group as facilitators. And we both shared the passion that it's, it's an instrumental concept and opportunity for franchisees to grow. It's one additional type of support to help franchisees to be better franchisees, stay connected to the brand, but also to help the franchisor to stay connected and build great solid relationships with franchisees. That's, that's great. And it's a really, to me, interesting concept where the direction you have with this. Um, and I never really thought of it as franchisees and franchisors needing some sort of counseling, but I think that is key. Kay, I want to ask you, um, talk about your business and what in particular makes it so unique. Yeah, so there are um, accountability groups um, uh, elsewhere in the business world um, and, a, and a few in the franchise um, industry as well. What makes ours unique, uh, we believe, is that um, franchise brands that have already tried a type of peer performance group, they've confirmed for us um, that there are four key elements that are usually missing, or, or one of these four is usually missing. And that would be structure, uh, commitment, clear expectations, and accountabilities. And where Lindsay and I have structured our groups um, is that they're based uh, and supported by a framework that's developed through research and franchisee feedback, which we think are very important. It's not just subjective. So we collaborate with the franchisor from day one on how to incorporate their unique specific brand goals into the framework that we have established. And so this includes things like identifying what the right metrics are, and that's not a, a bunch of them. Those are the key handful, maybe five or six key metrics um, that's gonna drive their business. What the group cadence might be, you might have some owners that wanna meet quarterly, monthly, twice a year. You know, Once we get the foundation set and the framework built, then it's going to be a little bit more along the lines of, of where the franchisees want to take 
the group itself. Um, another uh, key factor is the facilitation style. Either um, we would be training their facilitators if those are their franchise business coaches. Um, we could also uh, be doing some of it ourselves. So there's a couple of different options that they can do from a facilitation style based on preference and getting the groups launched. And then a very important piece of these groups is being very specific and intentional about member selection. Um, we've, we've seen a lot of groups that have been very successful based upon the dynamics of the franchisees that, are, that make up the group, as well as um, who's leading them as the facilitator. And we have some very specific um, structure and actions around uh, making, that, making sure that happens. So our framework is based upon four pillars where we found, uh, based on the research and our experiences, that uh, the four key aspects of any group needs to be goals around increasing accountability, developing leadership skills, strengthening business acumen, and then promoting franchise relationships. This is also about finding those franchise brands that want to have a healthy and open environment for their franchisees. Um, the, the franchisees in groups that I've led previously have shared that nothing brings out the best in people more than a healthy comparison of what's happening among their peers. So that means both the good and the bad. But if you're intentional about who's in your group, and you have a goal of facilitating trusting relationships, then you're going to be able to have some of those conversations and be willing to show vulnerability about maybe some of the aspects of your business that maybe aren't working. So a lot of people have said when they've tried doing these groups before, that sometimes over time they get a little bit stale and some of the franchisees are saying, hey, we're going kind of over the same things over and over again. Um, it's always good to, to bring in new ideas, either from the facilitator or, you know, I've been very fortunate to have some, some great franchisees and groups in the past that brought in um, some new ideas. And so one of them was, instead of always talking about, okay, what's your best idea? What's your best idea for this quarter or for last quarter for your business? We brought in the idea of doing talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly. So maybe what, you, what did you try that you thought would be a fantastic idea and what didn't work? And if, again, if you have a trusting environment with a small group of franchisees, they're going to be more than comfortable with sharing some of the some of the ideas that were kind of a flop, but then we can talk about what did you learn from, from it and what are you going to do differently next time. The other thing that Lindsay touched on um, about being a marriage therapist and, and Ryan, it, it, it does happen occasionally when, particularly when you have franchisees that are um, spouses in a business, um, more than just business partners, right? Uh, you can also be become sometimes the referee a little bit. But if you have a facilitator that has some strong relationship building skills and some structure around the group, you can make you know a, make it a fun and trusting environment and not a contentious environment as well. But um, again, it's all about how to facilitate those trusting relationships um, because the the structure as well as with some some flexibility. These groups can be a very powerful tool for helping franchisees show their vulnerability and it grows them both as business owners and leaders. Um, if they are comfortable with challenging each other on how each, each of them is going to grow and become more successful CEOs of their respective businesses. Another um, example I, I guess I'd like to share in terms of you know, metrics um, and showing vulnerability. I've worked with some owners in a group before that uh, 
this this woman I'm thinking of in particular was one of the top two uh, leading revenue generators across the franchise brand for a long time. But she shared with me that she just was not comfortable with the key metrics of her business. I mean, she had gotten it to a certain point, but um, you know, no business is going to be scalable or sustainable if if the business leader doesn't understand their business from a financial perspective. But she was in a group and she had shared that with me as a facilitator. And so, you know, we spent some time one on one and then in a group environment walking through, you know, what makes up those key metrics. And she certainly got to a point as as they all did uh, with feeling more and more confident about explaining the story behind the metrics in her business and then how she was going to be able to impact them in a positive way. Um, one of the other things I'll, I wanted to mention is that you know, the, the franchisor and the overall franchise brand is certainly going to be reaping the benefits of these groups as well. And your most engaged franchisees are typically going to be those leading the way in these groups. And if, if you've read anything by Malcolm Gladwell, one of his books talks about mavens um, and those leaders who people are going to follow. And it's going to be those franchisees, those maven franchisees who are going to be promoting these groups once they can see how uh, these type of groups can impact their business and tapping into your most successful franchisees and disseminating that knowledge across your groups and your network can provide you some real tangible results as well. I feel like I could talk about peer performance groups all day, Ryan. I'm just such a brand ambassador for them because they can be a very powerful and proactive tool for any franchise brand. No, I, I agree with you 100%. And I think it's important what you said earlier about understanding, you know, and facing the fact that you're going to have the good, the bad and the ugly, but learning from mm -hmm. everything, uh, whether it's right. positive or negative is important. Learning from the negative is just as important as learning from the positive. So I completely agree with you there. Uh, Lindsay, I want to ask you and direct this next question to you. Um, why should somebody choose to work with both of you, you know, with with uh, their business? Sure. So as Kay had, as I think pointed out in, in just the way that she spoke, we are really passionate about franchise. And that also means that we understand the difference between somebody who is a franchisee and, and somebody who is a mom and pop business owner. They are so very different. And some people I think don't understand that or they minimize the difference. You can't motivate uh, a franchisee to step outside the lane and follow creative ideas because that's going to get them in trouble with the brand and cause a relationship problem. So I think our passion and, and understanding really helps us to keep the franchisee in the best place for them and, and where their business is going. Kay and I are also extremely results-based. So we take this way beyond the, the fluffy conversations. We, we bring in the tough, crucial conversations. We hold people accountable and we teach people how to hold other people accountable. I think that those are probably the, the two most um, the two missing components that we hear the most often from franchisors. I would say a, a common theme that we hear from different franchise brands is that their franchise peer groups can sometimes turn into vacation clubs because they don't have structure, they don't have foundation, and then thirdly, they don't have any facilitator training. So those are the things that we bring to an organization to really create that foundation and structure um, and to make sure that the organization sees results because obviously everybody wants to win and grow and preserve the brand to be, um, to be great going into the future. That is, that's great. Um, I love that. So Kay, if you could give us an idea of your ideal or core client, who would you 
who would you say fits that profile? Sure. Great, great question, Ryan. Um, I would say our ideal client is going to be a franchise brand that's that's already has some established franchise businesses that are interested in using these groups as a proactive mechanism that's going to provide additional ongoing support to their franchisees. It's also going to create more accountability for performance across their network. It can be difficult to create programs that impact the more experienced and successful franchisees in your network who've pretty much mastered the business model. These groups are a great tool for those franchisors who want, you know, want to create a healthy and open franchise environment. And as, as Jim Collins always likes to talk about is, is helping those businesses go from good to great. Um, I've worked with master franchisees um, around the world and they, you know, when they first start out their business, a lot of them are, let's put the foot on the gas and let's go you know, start franchising already. It's like, hold on, hold on. Let's let's rein this in a little bit and make sure your business is scalable and sustainable first. And then once you get to that point, then what can we do next? Like, it's what got you here is not going to get you there. So these groups are those um, that can really take your your business off the ground. But let's make sure you know you've got your your model proven and your franchisees are are through their first um, you know. For sure, first through their first year. Um, but if you're a franchisor and you're not sure if the brand is ready for groups yet, we'd love to have a conversation with you to help you figure that out. That's great. So, obviously, within the last 12 months, a lot has changed in, in business and, and just in franchising. And, and COVID has done a lot. Um, and I'm sure the future is going to be reflected on that. Lindsay, I want to ask you where do you see the future of this, the franchise world going? Um, and what do you think is going to be different? Yeah, that's that's a really great question after the, the year that we've had. Um, I'm, I'm sure quite a few people listening to this podcast also did what I did, but I, I listened to the economic forums for all the different types of industries and uh, through the IFA over the last few months. And I'm sure other people picked up some trends as well, but I noticed the most common trends were every sector and every leader on those phone calls that were gracious enough to be vulnerable and open said that although this was a really difficult time, all of their businesses showed resilience and they learned new things and new innovation and they learned to streamline things and to become more efficient and better people. So I, I agree with that. And I think that that is something that's going to come from this and, and has already. The other trend that I'm seeing, and I think some of the leaders alluded to this as well, is, and it's just like the, the crash of 08 financially, is this is an opportunity for people to go into business for themselves and to, to take that risk. So the franchisors and the forums have, have been saying that they're getting a, an uptick of people saying, I think I want to be a franchisee. What brand is best for me? And then the second, the part two trend of that is the, the established franchisees who are really great powerhouses are becoming a lot more multi-unit franchisees and multi-brand franchisees because they figured out how to do it. They're having success and the brands are okay with them buying up additional franchises that really struggled during this pandemic. So I think, I think that says that there are wonderful trends going forward. I think franchisors are realizing that they really need to step up support 
um, a lot of the conversations that we have with franchisors, they tip their hand to say, gosh, we have really great franchise business coaches, but sometimes their business acumen is lacking and the high performing franchisees don't lean on them as much and they're, they're leaning on services outside the brand. So I'm, I'm seeing and I'm anticipating franchisors elevating their franchise business coach teams to be more knowledgeable, be able to help the franchisees personally and professionally and from a business aspect. So I think I think we're going to see a lot more skill set in those business coaches. I think franchisors are going to lean in on on support group ideas like what we're offering to offer more support to franchisees so they truly excel and they do well in the brand. So all in all, I see franchising as extremely positive. It's growing in the right direction and everything that we've learned from the last year is going to be applicable going forward. That's great. And, and another thing I've talked about in, in before uh, on this podcast is about adaptability. I think, I think you'd both agree that, you know, you just never know what could happen to the world economically and, and things are always up and down in business and adaptability is key. And I think in franchising, that's extremely important, but to have the support of a peer group and people like both of you to help people adapt correctly and not feel like they're in over their heads is key also. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Great. great. Definitely. I, I remember some scenarios where, you know, with a group that had been together for some time, so there's a lot of trust there. Um, and, you know, there was a death in the family or an accident or a major change to their business. I mean, and that group certainly circled around those, those franchisees and gave them the support they need you know, as well as coming from a franchisor. So see that as a huge opportunity. Great. Well, you both have been fantastic. And I just see the value listening to you both that you bring to franchises. So if you're listening to this and you could use some help from Kay and Lindsay, um, please contact them. So Kay and Lindsay, where, where can people find you online to connect with you best? Yeah, so hopefully we have uh, piqued some interest and curiosity on, on what these groups are about. And if, if people would like to connect with us, they can certainly find us on LinkedIn at Franchise Peer Performance Groups, or we've also got a website out there. It's fppg.org, or you can also email us at info at fppg.org, and that'll come to both of us. Um, Lindsay and I would be more than happy to visit with anybody who wants to learn more about how these these type of groups can help their brands uh, with franchise peer performance groups. Great. Well, thank you so much. Uh, please reach out to them if any of you listening have questions and let's keep in touch. Great. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it. Take care.